There are three things that darkness cannot contain. The moon, the stars, and the truth. All three will find their way through the darkness. Truth will often pierce its way through in unexpected ways, at unexpected times, and sometimes through unexpected people. Hello, my name is Lenora Housie, and you're listening to Secrets of the Churched, Revealed to Heal. back to another exciting episode of Secrets. Last week's season opener was both a recap and a bit of a tease about what you should expect in season two. After hearing my story from my perspective and through my lens, I thought it would be great and even fair to hear the story from the perspective of those whose lives I, well, I just showed up in. Keep in mind, when I met my biological siblings, specifically those from my father, they were all adults with children and even grandchildren of their own. They had no knowledge of my existence. Remember, I was a secret, a church secret, and I would have remained one if I hadn't started this journey over 30 years ago to find out where and from whom I'd come. So today you're going to hear from the youngest of all of my biological siblings and how she found out about me unexpectedly and shockingly just two years ago in July of 2020. You should know, because I know, you know, there have been a lot of people in this story, so I want to help you keep them all straight. This sister and I have different mothers, but the same father. And no, her mother is not the woman that Reverend Herb was married to when I was born. More on that later. But he was in her life as a father and as a pastor from the day she was born. Little did she know of the other life that our father had lived and that one day she'd come face to face with his secret. Well, hello, hello, my sister. Hi, how are you? I am doing good, doing good. Um, my audience um, is not all aware of this yet, but I'm recently recovered from round two of the COVID. Oh, but I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I feel great. Just kind of working on getting my energy back. But, um, you know, I think we all have to just accept that COVID is here to stay and we have to keep trying to practice safe, you know, living safe, you know, moving around and about as much as we can. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that you're okay. Well, thank you. And thank you for agreeing to do this. Um, I got to tell you, I was a little apprehensive about asking you and our other siblings who um, the audience will hear from um, in future episodes, because, you know, and I've, from the beginning of this podcast, been a little torn, and it's just me, because you all have never said or done anything to make me feel this way but I've been mm-hmm. a little torn about like oh I wonder how they feel about this because I'm putting out the tea Is that yeah. how say? I'm spilling the tea putting out whatever yes, I'm doing. Yes. Um. <laughs> so um. the tea. those are the tea and so um so I'm I'm so grateful 
for all of your support and for you understanding why this is important and necessary to do, not just for me and my healing and not just because it's our story, because I said my story is our story, but because so many people I know are, are struggling with um, secrets, with secrets that they have had to keep with being a secret as it were, you know, in my case, um, right. and just, you know, not being able to fully live in their truth. And that's what this podcast is all about. So thank you for helping me bring this to the Secrets listeners. So thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Oh, oh. I, I appreciate your um, candidness and your openness and your willingness to be transparent because that helps me to better understand what happened because I was totally shocked. And so I was like, what? I was like, oh my gosh. But we'll I know. I, 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 can't, I can't wait for you to get into how you even found out about me. But before we get started with okay. all of that, you know, you and um, uh, your older sister, my younger sister, um, Hope, you all grew up with our father. Uh, yes. And so you know him uh, yes. much more, much differently than the man Fair. that I met as an adult. Uh, and so the listeners of this podcast throughout season one, they've heard me refer to our father as Herb or Reverend okay. Herb. Um, okay. But I, I don't refer to him as my my dad, um, okay. my, my biological father, but not but not as my dad. Because I didn't know him in that relational sort of way. But what would you want the listeners, uh, my secrets listeners, to know about our father? Okay, so dad. He was amazing. Growing up, he was extremely strict. Um, he didn't spare the rod to spoil the child. Mm -hmm. But um, dad was an opera singer. He sung in Trimanisha. Dad was a pastor. Dad worked with a lot of um, group homes and adolescents. He was a chaplain at Turner Griffith Knight Correctional Facility. Uh, dad wrote grants. He taught himself. He was self-taught to write grants. Dad spoke Spanish. I, yes, fluently. He taught himself. That's why I, and believe it or not, dad was a part of KHOU-TV. He had his own TV show and he also had his own radio show. He had so many things that he had done. And I would say those are his accolades. Mm -hmm. um, he also parented more than just us, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that was why he did what he did because he knew what he had, but he reached out to so many and there's so many young people's lives. They actually live with us. It was never a time uh, growing up that we didn't have someone living in our home that we took on and they were children and adults, and we didn't have much. But what we had, he always shared. He was a very giving person. He was very active in the community. And so uh, he was really, he's gotten so many notoriety and awards. And it was so crazy. He would even sing carols in the mall. Um, he had a barbershop quartet. What? Like he was, he was always 
doing something. Wow. And he also helped students in college write essays and papers because he was an amazing writer. And so those are the great things that I remember about our dad. Well, um, thank you. Thank you for sharing that, um, not only with the secret audience, but for me, so with me rather. So, yeah. you know, uh, um, audience, I'm hearing some of these things for the first time myself. Um, and what's amazing about all of that is that throughout this whole journey for me, I have uh, my belief in DNA and nature versus nurture has oh, been man. affirmed because- yeah. I am so much like our father without yes. ever really knowing him until I was a full grown adult and already doing it. You know, being an ordained minister, being in media, I sing, I write. Um, and so, you know, for again, for those listening who either have adopted children or perhaps you have a child by a, a father or by a parent that your child doesn't know, it is. Um, it is to your benefit and to the child's benefit to at least yeah. let them know who they came from because so much of who they are is in yeah. their DNA. And Absolutely. I am, and I am a witness. Uh, again, when you hear the, the, the way you describe Herb um, is very similar to the way people would describe some of the things that I've done. So Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. But now on to the moment that my listeners have been waiting to hear about. And okay. that is how to find out that I existed because, okay, now just to set the context and you fill in the blanks here. So yes. um, you and your sister are from our father's second marriage. Yes. Uh, and um, so my listeners have heard me talk about how I met um, the eight children from his first marriage and how I've gotten to know them and all of this um, just within the last three years. And so um, from night from 2019, when I met um, who I call, you know, my Pittsburgh siblings and until uh, 2020, um, they were the only children of my biological father that I knew. And then came you. Yes. How did that happen? So actually it was on my birthday. It was July the 20th. And um, my siblings were reaching out. I was so excited because I try to keep up with them, you know, through social media or text or call or so uh they reached out and said, happy birthday, happy birthday. And I was like, thank you. It just so happens that I share a birthday with um, my nephew, Dante. He has a son named, I want to say Grayson. Uh, and he was saying that they were going to get on a Zoom and do different things. I said, okay, great. So I got a call from Marie. And I was like, hi. She was like, hey, Heidi, how you doing? I said, I'm good. And she now, said, Marie, for everybody who is listening, is the oldest of all of us. Yeah, so um, I, I get a call from Marie and I say, hey, how you doing? It's so good to hear from you because I have not heard from her, I want to say ever. And so I was like shocked and I thought it was amazing. And she was like, okay. And then in conversation, real candid, she says, have you heard from our sister Lenora? So I said, I'm sorry. 
And then I said, wait, I know there's Marie. I literally started naming off siblings because there's eight of them. That's a lot. Because I said, I forgot somebody. And so I was like, I know, I know that's you, Marie. I'm Carol, Rachel, and I'm going Sarah and then Kathy. And I'm, and I'm, I'm going through the, and then she said, no, Lenora. I said, we have a sister. She's like, you don't, you don't know about Lenora. And I said, you never talk. I said, no, I don't know. And she said, I thought Rachel, because Rachel had recently came to Florida because her grandbaby, that's why I made mention of it. Mm-hmm. Um, she had came to Florida and she hung out with me and my sister. And she said, Rachel didn't tell you. I said, no. And then she was like, um, okay, well, I said, well, I'll be on the Zoom later. And we kind of wrapped it up. And that was it. Immediately, <laughs> I called um, Leona, mm-hmm. and I said, "One of our other siblings, yes, right." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Leona, um, who's Lenora?" And then <laughs> she was like, "Hey, Heidi, how you doing?" <laughs> I said, "I'm good." She was like, "Well, apparently, that's our sister." I said okay, where does she come from? And she was like, well, it's a long story, but I said, well, what's her name? And then, so she gave me your full name. And then I said, okay. And then she says, um, she has a podcast. If you get a chance, go listen. And I said, she does? I said, wow, that's interesting. And then, so she said, yes. And I said, okay. She said, well, I'm going to get off because she was doing some stuff. She said, I'm going to get off. And so immediately I began to research you. And then oh. that's when I went to, I took the Facebook, Instagram. And if I, as soon as I typed your name, it came up. Good thing you use your real name. Cause a lot of times people use, you know, different names and it came right up. And then um, the I podcast saw- came right up right. on your page. I saw there was a podcast and I said, it's a series. I said, wow. And then so before I could even listen to the podcast, I immediately went to the messenger. And that's when I wrote you that long. I know you were like, this girl is crazy. I wrote you you a long dissertation. I told you all about me, that, and I would love to hear. I was so afraid that you were like shut off to like, no, I've had enough. Like, I'm good. You know, I didn't know where where your mindset would be to know that there's two more, like, like add us to the mix, you know? <laughs> right, so right, right, was, right, right. I was, that's, I think in nervousness, I tend to um, over-communicate. So that's why I was trying to make it, it's not fraud. This is not a joke. I'm not asking for anything. We're actually really related. So that's what I was trying to convey in that long message. Well, you I know, I'm, I'm actually going to um, pull up that message. <laughs> And share a bit of it with okay. our readers because um, uh, you're right. I, you know, this popped up in my um, DM, I am, whatever the heck you call it. And I was uh-huh. like, what? Because right. here, here's the thing I knew that you and your sister existed. I knew you existed. Um, really? And I'm trying, um, look, I'm trying to think how, how did I know that? I wonder if I knew from, the Pittsburgh siblings. I I don't, I I really don't know. Throughout this, you know, 30 plus year journey, at some point, it was told me that her 
had remarried and had two children. So it may have been from years ago that I knew wow. that you existed. But um, so, you know, I just filed it, you know, you know, with all the other 10,000 new people I was meeting <laughs> and, and sort of went on with life. And I figured, and here's the other thing that I assumed, and we'll talk a little bit more about this, is when I came to Florida and met our father, when I showed up at his church, um, he was living in Florida. Um, and I knew that he had a family in Florida. Uh, right. wasn't able to put all the pieces together quite yet, but I assumed that he told you all about. Me. And that is what blows my mind because of me and my sister, I was the closest with that. You know how you have the ones you gravitate to. Yeah. I'm extremely, well, I would consider this is what blew my mind. This is what really had me going. Me and him were always candid, open, and honest with each other, even in the uncomfortable growing up as a girl's conversations. Mm -hmm. um, and I just didn't understand why it never came up in conversation. Do you real? I mean, my entire life was just like, what is happening? It was, I was out of body experience because I just couldn't understand how is it that I grew up with this man my whole life and, and he never said a word, not and alluded to. Not, I, would, I played it back. I played it back. I kept trying to figure it out. I, you have, well, I was waiting to hear from you because I was chomping at the bit, you know, <laughs> trying to wait to hear. And my sister said, don't overwhelm her. Like you have to give people a chance because I, I think it took like a day or so for you to respond. It, it probably I did. I had to. I had to sort of like digest everything, um, because for on so many levels, I was I was shocked. I was shocked to hear from you, and I was shocked that you did not know that I existed. Like I said, I thought that perhaps our father told you, or that the Pittsburgh family had told you, um, and so. The first thing that I did after getting your message was I called one of them and said, so you all, and maybe that is how I learned of you, Heidi, is from them. Um, so you all didn't tell them that I, you know, and you know, that you have another sister out here. But anyway, um, and I think it, it came down to each one thought the other one had said something. Like, oh, we thought Rachel did. Oh, I thought so, you know, the, you know, it, it it is what it is, as I as I love to say. But um, let me just give um the listeners a, a snippet of um a message that I woke up to because um you sent it, sis, at 11.06 p.m. Girl, I'm old, I was bad. Okay, bye. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I didn't get, but you're like, I have to get this out. Right. So I did not see it until the next day. And, um, and so the, the message in part reads like this. My name is Heidi. I'm Herb's youngest daughter. Uh, I have a sister that is one year older than me. And you say what her name is. I just found out about you yesterday. Well, okay. That was my first, like, what? Yesterday, I'm looking at the calendar like yesterday, what day was that? And I, you know, we can talk about that in a minute. Um, first and foremost, I thank God for your resilience. And I've got to let you know, Heidi, if I did not say this then, that that one line 
just made me instantly feel connected to you because I thought, well, she's thanking God for me and for my resilience. Um, yes. So I, 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 that line told me so much about you. I'm like, okay, this is going to be fine. This is going to be <laughs> fine. Um, you said I was in shock and I still am. He said, look, he said a year later, I still am. No. Um, I have been listening to your podcast since yesterday. You remind me so much of dad, you and Sheldon. And let me remind the audience that Sheldon, um, our brother who um, sadly was killed in 2019 and was really the catalyst, his death, I would say, was the catalyst in bringing us all together, which is just amazing. That's where I met the Pittsburgh siblings. But you say here, you remind me so much of dad, you and Sheldon, and then you go on to list the things um, that you just mentioned that um, dad has done and some of the things. And I remember thinking at that point, I'm like, she's trying to sell me on him. <laughs> I'm cool with him. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're gonna, you're, okay, all right. You're what's, this, what's, this sale, what's this, a sale sheet? <laughs> but you started listing all the things he, that he has done. And I was um, uh, not surprised by much of it. Some of, some of it, I did learn from him when he and I met um, okay. back in the 90s, whenever that was. Um, and, um, and then you have a line in here about um, him being a father to our friends that had no dad, which touched me in a lot of different ways. Um, one of which was something in a way that you just stated, because I, I wondered, did he do that? Did he go out of his way yes. to take in children that were not his own, knowing that he had a child that he never had a relationship with? I believe so. That explains a lot. Yeah. You explain why. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so that's it. And then you offered to contact me and, um, and then you ended it by that, you know, you wanted to cultivate our relationship as a family. And again, I am still to this day, I'll be honest with you, blown away by all of your, um, all, you know, 10,000 of you, all, all of your, your willingness to embrace me as a sibling, as a sister, because um, there's there's already so many of you. I will, I've always like, what does difference does one more make? But so right. let me ask you that question. Why was it important for you that we develop this relationship? It was super important to me because you're my sister. And um, it was one of those things that when I looked, okay, so you have to remember, I researched you before. So when I looked at you, I said, she looks like us because we have prominent features that will always signify who we are, whether it's the nose, the forehead, the cheeks, or the lips. That's In right. face, absolutely. And to me, me and you, when I met you in person, and we'll get there, but when I met you in person, I said, oh my God. I look more like you to me than I do like my own sister. And, yes. and I was like, that is, and everybody says, um, I posted the picture and somebody said, I look like, um, I want to say Marie, was it? Yeah, or one yeah of you and Marie look uh, like a lot of like, a <laughs> lot of like, and then I would, I would agree that after you and Marie, it's you and me, which is crazy, isn't it? 
It is. It is amazing. And that's why I said, you know, it is so funny. So this is the ongoing thing in my head. I said, I'm about to do an ancestry kit because is there any more? Like, will there be another? We're going to do this like we do in church. Will there there be another? Is there another? (laughs) I know. I know. Well, I have said I like I'm not no ancestry, no whatever the other names of the test, because I have done all of my leg work and research and finding folks and family and parents. And I did all of that before any of that existed. I mean, it was good old fashioned feet to the pavement, going to Department of Vital Statistics, finding marriage licenses. When I think back on it, I know that that had to be nothing else but God's divine um, energy and just um, the motivation I had to do it because like, why? Uh, but really, so I'm, you all can go ahead and research, see if you can find any more and let's let me know. <laughs> Get back to me on that. Okay. <laughs> Get back to me on that. So, so you, now you're, you, 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 you listen to the podcast, you go on my socials and find out about me. And so what were some of the things even before talking to me that you concluded about this whole situation, not just about me, but even about our father. Oh, this is the thing, right? Because when you have a superhero in mind, right? Then you know how you always think your parents are like walk on water, Jesus type. And so I was like, what is going on? Okay, all right. Okay, and I'm listening to your podcast and you don't understand, I'm, I can't get through, like I'm I'm trying to get through the um, introduction so I can get back to where we left off at. You know, I'm rushing through everything. And what blew my mind about our dad is if you knew, I'll, I'll give you a snippet of the, the things that he carried with him. It, at times listening to your podcast, I was like, wow. And then at other times I'm like, that had to be hard. And um, I think when he saw you, I, I was like, I couldn't imagine the emotions that came from that. Um, it gets me to be emotional sometimes because I, I say, you know, uh, to carry that, to carry that for so long and then to finally be able to, to not have it to be something that he has to carry alone. Now you share that with him and you alleviated some of that burden from him. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I just didn't understand because it's, it's, it's no secret. Like I'm an open book. And so for him to be like that, I always thought he was an open book, you know, <laughs> and um, it, 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 it was crazy. I would say that my name was <laughs> it wasn't when I was born. Hmm. And, and the reason why is when my mom was pregnant with my sister and when she was pregnant with me, there were uh, church members at the hospital. And I've learned since that uh they changed the name. And on my birth certificate, which I, I, I they're listening, but on my birth certificate, because I will show it to you, it says that my father's name is. Wow. That's how, so that's, that's how far they were willing to take. The that's how far they were willing to keep us the secret mm-hmm. on so many different levels going. On that note, we're going to um, break and we're going to uh, have part two and bring that to our audience next week. Thank again, sis. Thank you again, sister. We'll continue on next week. Okay, thank you. Now, how 
she going to come on my podcast and drop a bombshell? (laughs) In case you didn't catch that, even when Heidi was born, which was 16, 17 years after I was born, in order to hide her father, our father's true identity, his name wasn't even listed on her birth certificate, but instead a whole different name was concocted and listed as her father. What? See, that's how deep a secret, a a lie and deception can go, where it evolves into other lies and secrets that have nothing to do with the original one. Well, that's what happens on this podcast. So tune in next week to hear why they went to such great lengths, her mother and our father, why they went to such great lengths to keep the secret going. And I promise you, it will be jaw-dropping. You have been listening to Secrets of the Church, Reveal to Heal, a production of Be Inspired Global Media. If you have been burdened by a church secret and want to be free and healed, please email us at churchsecretspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Church Secrets Podcast. Look for new episodes of Secrets of the Church every Friday. And remember, you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free.